Oh my god, that was amazing to watch. We're actually there every week now, I like that. The Crystal Chronicles is brought to you by fftcgsingles.co.uk. Welcome to the Crystal Chronicles podcast, where we fall through fantasy from crystals to cards. Season 1, Episode 1, in which your crystal chronicling heroes are threatened with being pushed over. My name is Simon Pegg, and seated around the table here at the Palatial Highwind Manor, left to right, we have... Stephen Merchant. Richard. Arthur. Just for the record, I'm Mark, and he's not really Stephen... Andy. He's Andy. That cover's been blown. <laughs> this week we've all played the very beginning of the original Final Fantasy game, but before we discuss that, let's do a catch-up and find out what everyone's been up to these last couple of weeks. Andy's got some news. It's 69 days until I get married. Mm, hot. <laughs> For those of you avid fans, that means in three weeks you're probably going to have to wait a bit. Three months even. You're going to have to wait a bit for a couple of episodes. Oh, yeah. Have we wait to get Andy back? Yeah. Does but... she, is she want a honeymoon? Yeah, 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 we're going away on honeymoon. We haven't actually decided where we're going to go yet, though. Yeah. We'll just go over Skype. If, anyone, if anyone's listening to this, can you recommend a good place to take a... There's a load of nice um, hotels down... If you turn right out of here... <laughs> Hang on, right, then it's left, then it's right, and you're on the seafront. Oh, I love the seafront. Yeah. yeah. It's literally a minute from my house. Yeah, well, it's a minute from here. You could you could probably if you could probably nip out and record a, I'll, a podcast. I'll, tr- I'll treat the missus to some chips. That'd yeah, be a great yeah, romantic yeah. retreat. There you go. Anything else going on in your life? No. Just oh. take your iPad on the plane. Happy with the world. Okay. okay. The universe loves you, and I'm, you love the universe. I'm, I'm always smiling. <laughs> Richard, how, how's uh, tricks? No news, I'm afraid, for me. Just well, uh, Hang on. We haven't got your new microphone. You're just not sick anymore, are you? Oh yes, I'm better now. Yeah. You, you, yes. For those of you who listened to our pilot episode, that wasn't my real voice. This is my real voice. Yeah, it's my normal half a voice last time. Yeah, I, I was a little bit dead. And listening back to the first episode, I think I talked more than anyone else <laughs> in the entire thing. That that is my passion and my love for this series that I would put myself through such physical pain. But I'm better now, and I'm back. Yay. I'm back, better than ever. Who was that? I have no idea. That's Eric Bischoff's theme, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Anyway, Artie, what have you been up to? Um, I have been slowly removing the skin off of my hands by making model kits. Okay. Models of? Gundam Mecha. Gundam Mecha. Unfortunately, yeah. it's... Yeah, because my thumb will heal, the plastic won't. Um, right, for me, well, school broke up on Tuesday. I've got six weeks of holidays. Hey. To work on the business. I haven't got a holiday. Mrs. C's gone on holiday with her mum, but I'm not going anywhere. Um, oh. And we got the new opus of the Final Fantasy TCG, didn't we? Yeah. I think last time we recorded, yeah. we were going to go and we do the pre-release. Li- we were going to the pre-release before we, were all we recorded that, and now we're back. 
yeah. having bought having it come out you about five hundred boxes. Having bought quite a lot of boxes. <laughs> We've gone through it. quite a few packets. We've of got cards. mostly our collections up to date and ready. So we all played the first part of Final Fantasy. I played the Game Boy Advance Dawn of Soul version. What yep. version did everyone else have a go on? Uh, I'm on the PSP 20th anniversary re-release. I have the iOS version for iPads. And for balance, I'm playing the original NES version. He's Yay. hardcore. He's hardcore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> One of our most worst. inexperienced <laughs> members of this group with this game, playing the hardest and most unforgiving version. It doesn't work <laughs> properly. No, it doesn't. But if, if you you know its limitations, will it? Can you yeah. work? You well, can work fact, around. I, I had to check what the limitations are, otherwise I would probably be wasting half of my spells, mm-hmm. which I can't get rid of, on stuff that doesn't work. Oh. Yes. So you can you can work you can work around it if you know what the limitations are and stuff. I mean, we're not preserving the complete new experience with Alex. You're you're our completely new. I'm player. the guinea pig. I have played yeah. the first half of the game before. Yeah. yeah. I just got. Bored. I would rather give Alex advice and have him not give up halfway through again than the <laughs> than, than not do that and risk losing a quarter of our presenting team well, halfway through the game. <laughs> I played my game with Mrs. C. I was on the controls and she was there helping me understand what's going on. You can watch it. If you search for Crystal Chronicles on YouTube, you can watch it there. Um, it, to be honest, the plot was quite thin in that first section. It, so, it, it, uh, it is. I mean, it's a NES. It's an original NES yeah. game. The plot isn't amazingly fulfilling and we'll get up into until that. possibly very close to the end. Yeah. But you, generally speaking... You're in this more for the gameplay than the plot. I well, yeah, we just devolved around. into making sort of rude jokes between ourselves. But so if you, if you, you enjoy that sort of thing, then uh, yeah, head over to YouTube. Um, speaking of social media, we had a few people get in contact. Uh, Tom didn't write down your first name, sorry. He got in contact via Facebook forward slash The Crystal Chroniclers. Um, and he said he might play along on his Vita. Um, so if you do, let us know how you're getting on. Yeah, jo- um, join, our, join our journey with us. What else? Mike Metcalf on the. F- Facebook page. <laughs> what was that? Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. Uh, Mike Metcalf on the Facebook page had some kind words about the pilot and he mentioned a game called, I'm going to get this wrong, oh, er- Ergies. 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 What's Ergies? Ergies was a PS1 fighting time. game for the PS1 and mm. their sort of selling point was that in a, addition to all sort of the original cast members, they had playable appearances by a couple of Final Fantasy VII characters. I think there was... Cloud, Cloud and Tifa. Possibly Sephiroth? I don't remember seeing Sephiroth, but I I vividly played with Tifa. Yeah, Cloud, Cloud and Tifa were in it. Vividly, rem- of... vividly remembered playing with Tifa. Yeah. <laughs> that came out on <laughs> my birthday. Did. Yes. Really? I think you mentioned that in the comments, yes. didn't you? You did. Yeah. I'm mentioning it again now, because it came out on my birthday. It was a bog-standard fighting game that had no, sorry, a, a couple of Final Fantasy characters. The one entertaining part <clears> is that Cloud is in it, but it's a fist fighting game, so his sword is on his back. Oh. I just found that really entertaining. Mm. That he is punching everyone, and I don't think Cloud throws a punch, does he? He's not really. No. no. So mm. it, it was just a, it was just an odd kind of thing going from playing the game where he's carrying the Buster Sword, the giant sword, and then you play Ergies, and he's got it on his back. It's just part of his it, outfit. Well, it, yeah, just, yeah. It was just part of the game. Doesn't look like him without it, I suppose. Yes, effectively, yeah. AJ, oh, this is going to be difficult. AJ Dimitrajek, I think, inboxes on Facebook and he said he listened to the pilot and he's very excited about following us through this incredible undertaking. Thank you very much. His first exposure was watching some parts of Seven, but Seven was his first playthrough. 
I'm not sure if he means six. I think he. Wa- I think he watched. I think he means he watched seven and then got it for himself and oh, played it. Okay. Um, as for the TCG, he sides with myself and Andy, as he's more of a collector. There's the nearest place that sells cards is about an hour away, and they only play once a week, which he works, unfortunately. Um, skip to the end. Good luck, gentlemen. Can't wait for the next episode. Thank, Thank you. you very much, Thank AJ. You. We're That's recording great. it now, just for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Only last... you, no one else. You are... No one else is allowed to listen <laughs> you to You are it. the one listener. It's just you and me, AJ. Run yourself a deep bath. Pop the podcast on. Just relax. D- don't do that. That's just creepy. <laughs> Turning to the tweet machine, Keith Burns very kindly said that the Crystal Chroniclers is a podcast of people who are planning to play through every FF game in order. Well put together little podcast. You are too kind, Keith. Thank you very much. Um, so, my party was Aris the Warrior, Duncan the Munkin, Luca the White Mage, and Giles the Black Mage. What did everyone else pick? Uh, I, in, in vain of my favourite Final Fantasy, I have a warrior named Steiner because it was only was it only six letters so I couldn't have Steiner like Tumblr yeah tum- Tumblr so yeah. I have a thief named Zidane I have oh. a white mage named Garnet and I have a black mage named black mage named Phoebe alright uh, I was doing a challenge run so I've only got one character it's a red mage how have you done the t- have you, are you just killing off your characters uh, I have three dead <laughs> red mages called Nope Death and corpse. Oh, that's sad. Who just sit there in the background, being all dead. So, have you? Sorry, let's let's go on. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Oh, and your actual. Oh, my my red mage's name is Mirage. Okay. (laughs) Is that named after something? Um. Well, uh... I I figured I wanted to do like a tribute to the four of us and John. Um, and uh, so I figured if you took M A R A J. M- That's awesome. A- Mirage. R-A-J. Mark, Andy, Richard, Artie, Josh. Mirage. Mirage. Excellent. Yeah. And um, I'm only allowed four letters, so I have I have a what what, what? oh and yes there's limitations. Oh, I'm right, only allowed right, right, right. four letters. We have, have the luxury of six. I have a red mage oh. called Artie because I'm a self-obsessed git. Um, I have a warrior called Doug. I wouldn't say you were self-obsessed. Hey, tapping my head. You can't see me, but I'm tapping my head. He, he is. I've done a clever. Um, I've got a monk called Jojo because I'm also a massive <laughs> weeb. And I have a white mage called Dend because I wanted to call my white mage Dende from Dragon Ball Z, but I'm not allowed to call my white mage Dende. What? As the game begins, we get some ominous music and the following text sets up the game, shown over graphical representations of what we're being told. The world lies shrouded in darkness. The winds die. The seas rage. The earth decays. But the people believe in a prophecy, patiently awaiting its fulfilment. When darkness fails the world, four warriors of light shall come. After a long journey, four young travellers did at last appear, and in the hand of each was clutched a crystal. Not for Alex, though. Not I for got, Alex. I got part of that. It's an orb for you. Oh, I've heard this. Orbs, it's yes. Orb. You get, yes. So you're clutching your orbs, and we've yeah. got crystals. Crystals, crystals yeah. didn't okay. come round in, in Final Fantasy until sort of FF3. And then sort of retroactively got added in. There's quite, there's quite a lot. I think when as we progress through the original game, 
we'll, we'll be finding an awful lot of stuff that is in our versions mm. that wasn't in the original and has been retroactively added in yeah, that's why so I'm, that it yeah. can always have been there. Okay. It's like in the original NES version, there is no character called Sid. Yeah, that wasn't added. Yeah, but, yeah, it has, Sid, yeah. but it has been added in to our, our versions of the games yeah. so that there's always been a Sid in Final Fantasy. I don't Fantasy. have any opening plot. I just got, the game just starts for me. Oh, what, what, do you not get a blank text screen? We get, I get a you vague, get, you get, I get part of it telling me that we turn up, but I don't get like a nice shing. Well, you did. It, I mean, it sets out the plot, but it, it could be the prelude to any one of a number of fantasy. Yes, it could be it's, very generic, it's very yeah. generic. It's very generic. Oh, everything's bad. But some, some people have turned up with some with some glowy. Orders. I mean, there's yeah. a prophecy. Prophecy that's, that's, check. Generic yeah. fantasy as you can Hello, get. Hello, I'm Martin. Welcome to the order, the orb archive. I don't get it. Well, it's not, I don't have orbs. I don't have crystals, so I can't be a crystal chronicler. Oh, he's, he's the orb. Oh, the orb archivist. That's yeah. difficult, isn't it? I have to say that. Like, yeah, I, I failed. It's twice, funny so Let's just cut that. <laughs> so we find ourselves plonked down in Cornelia Town, and I heard that changed its name, didn't it? Oh, yeah. it changes every single Mine's, time. Yeah, it, it, Cornelia, Cornelia, Conalia. It's, it's, it's now officially Cornelia. Yeah, okay. it's officially Cornelia now that they've done stuff with Decidia and things. Mm-hmm. But so I'm, it, I'm in Cornelia. Yeah. Couple of couple of NPCs wandering around, some guards wandering around. Not I, a lot start, going on do you, there. Do you do you start in this town? Well, you start sort of. Well, I started on the overworld. Okay. I pressed up and I was in town. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yes. You, you you start on the little path in the centre. But the, but but if you if you go left or right, you go into the town itself. Yes. But if yeah. you walk into the castle, you yes, will no, go sorry. directly to the castle. Yeah, we went up and then. Yeah. Yes. And then at the same vein, if you were then to leave the castle. You end up in town. Yeah. So it's it's quite odd, kind of. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't, yes. It, it does, you, it, if yeah, you left the castle, sense, you though. wouldn't go directly to the world map. You'd go back into your That's town. Sort of I don't think you know that. Yeah. Sort of geometries going on there. Yeah. <laughs> non non Euclidean geometries. <laughs> That's the one. I couldn't remember that word. Um, so then the brave go shopping. Well, I did anyway. Oh, no I, did. I, I did. I think everyone. We all go shopping. Why is half of my party going to do it? Well, no, I didn't go shopping. I went out into town and killed off the three red mages I didn't plan on using. He's going to save a ton of gil, though, because you don't have to buy. I'm saving a ton of gil, and in comparison to levels, I am considerably higher than all of you. Because my, my level is considerably higher than you. Well, it's it, because um, experience received in the original Final Fantasy is shared out amongst the alive party members uh. at the end of the battle. So I'm getting four times as much experience from the same battle as you are because I'm a, my red mage gets all of it. Whereas I'm, I'm trying my hardest to keep every single character the exact same level with the exact same experience. Oh, it's very difficult. So if I if one of my guys die, I will turn oh. the game off and restart you're actually, it. You're actually gonna I have committed, fire I've committed to doing that for every okay, character. Nice. So whenever a level up goes uh, Why is happens, that important? It's not just, so important for thing. me. It's okay. something I, I really wanted to do. It's it, it's a little sort of OCDness. Yes, uh, it's it's really frustrating when you go onto your party and you've got one guy who's level six, one who's level three. Because hmm. then, if your level three guy gets hit, then he's out yeah. immediately. Yeah. If I mean, everyone's at the worse. same stage, yeah. <clears throat> it's better. Okay. But I feel it I, anyway. No, if, if they all survive the fight, do they all get the same amount of yes. SP? Yeah, they okay. Yeah. If one were to die on the last blow and then you don't, each and battle, you kill each them. battle gives a certain amount of experience, and that amount of experience is shared out evenly among the party members who are alive at the end of the fight. Okay, okay. So we yeah. uh, we went into the inn, Mrs. C and I, and we talked to the little bearded fellas, and they told us about equipment items, monsters, and magic, which was quite useful to me anyway yes that's um, the, the beginner's hall the, the monster in... one was most useful saying like some monsters are more susceptible to things so I, that lets yes. me know that it's not just a case of get the biggest biggest numbered weapon 
can't remember if they have numbers on them, do they? They do have attack power. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. not maybe not a case of doing that. It's more a case of. Um, yes, and you can all, you can always look it up in your uh, beastry, which the three of us. Oh, have. It's oh in, that's it's in, in your in opening. Oh, is it? And because yeah. it's on the the bit where you pick Final Fantasy yes, One, it, Two, or the Bestry. Yeah. But it's also in your options menu. I haven't, so, I haven't looked at the bestiary on the on the iPad yet, and I should probably go home and do when, that. When you when you when you kill something, it gets added to your bestiary. I've killed it. a lot of goblins. Yes, it also <laughs> shows you how many goblins you have killed. So oh, you can I, keep I don't. A I don't. Purple. I don't want to know how many. What level are you then? Uh, my guys are all level seven. Wow. The neck. I I'm, I'm only level eight. I enjoy. Nine. I enjoy grinding in yeah. like later Final Fantasies. It's something I actually really like doing. That's why she married you. Oh yeah. yeah. So when I when I played um, this, I spent at least the first forty minutes. I didn't even go any further than the town. I stayed directly in front of it. I moved left, then right, then left, then right, and then when I took enough damage, I went into the inn and healed, and I went back out and did it again. Wow. I got wow. to level six before I went and fought Garland. Okay. So I'm on level four at the bridge, and I feel like maybe I need to walk back then. And um... I'm, I'm level nine. I, I my I've always liked to be a bit overpowered for. For bosses and things like that, yeah. because yeah. I don't want to get somewhere and then have to die and then go. I've got to now sit through the later Final Fantasies more than anything. I don't want to die and then sit through a cutscene cut yeah. to get mm. to it. Yeah, fighting fighting Seymour in uh, Final Fantasy X. Oh yeah, you have a Flux. twenty-minute conversation with him, then you fight him. And if you die, you start right at the save point Brilliant. just before the fight starts. Yeah, because in the original, and it's in the days you of you can't skip in cutscenes. Yeah. Well, I might go back and do a bit of. I can now that I've got the bridge. Can I just walk straight back? You could, yeah, mm. yeah. You can walk straight back to Corneria. The last thing I want to do is make Mrs. C sit there and, and then have us die. Sit back and forth. Yeah, I, I so mean, it an, might be an worth just me. Occasional ten or fifteen minutes of grinding. Yeah, I might do between do a bit of checkpoints. That. Certainly isn't a bad yeah. idea. And that's something I will do at every possible yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, there was the with this. I'm not 100 sure on where I'll go, but you know, Fantasy Nine, for instance. I aim to finish disc one at level ten finish disc 2 at level 20, disc 3 at level 30, and then finish disc 4 as high as I can get. Yeah. But I've always got a static number. If I get every party member above that level by a certain time, yeah. then that's usually it. That's me saying, I'm now okay to continue the story, okay. and I don't feel like I'm going to I lose mean, I, out I, anything. I, I, I have sort of level checkpoints in mind for where I intend to be during each episode, but that's based on having a one, a, a, a one character party. Mm. Well, not only that, having a pre-existing knowledge of... At, you know, at this yeah. checkpoint, we're going to be fighting against this boss. But I, I mean, I, I personally, in my challenge run, I am intending to be level fifteen by the end of episode two. Okay. So if you want to bear that in mind, mm. a character gaining four times as many experience as your guys should be comfortably level fifteen, sixteen okay. by the time we get to the. Yeah, you should end probably. Of be, I two. think chances are you'll be like eleven or twelve by the next thing. I, I I'm I'm probably going to pause at some level grinding spots and get up to about fifty sixty. So at that will point, will we be at the peninsula? We will not be at the peninsula of power, but we will discuss that next episode yeah. because that's the area of the world we're getting to. I yeah. no, I, I've heard of. Is there a bit of the map? Yeah. Where like one one square on the map? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're saying them. I've 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 heard of that, and I don't know where I heard that. We'll bring, we'll bring that up video. next time. We'll bring yeah. that up next next episode because it's. Obviously, with where we are at the moment in game, we've only really explored a tiny strip of one of the main continent. So I don't want to get ahead of ourselves and no. discuss places yeah. like that when we've got. Well, we've we've discussed Corneria. We've discussed the uh, weapons, the town itself, oh, weapons yeah. itself. Well, there's there. not much to buy. Is there? There's not an awful lot. It's very basic stuff. Very basic level one white and black magic. Give your warrior and your thief a rapier. Yep. For yeah. quick for quick attacks. Mm-hmm. Get chainmail for your, your uh, fighter. And yeah. then you give 
I think I think my black mage has a staff, and I think yeah. the white mage has a knife. I gave my white mage a hammer because yeah. that's that's white mage hammer. Yeah, oh, I just, mage yes. hammer. I just no. imagine him walking or her walking around with like a home base twenty quid <laughs> ball peen hammer. Like you know, a sword is quite elegant, but like. Especially if you're the white yeah, mage who's I've got designed to be hammer. keeping everyone alive. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. The irony was not lost on me, no. <laughs> well, I mean, especially because in Final Fantasy 1 particularly, magic is quite an expensive commodity, especially for you, Alex. Yeah, okay. I'm only allowed three, three spells of any level to know. We, we all are. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, I that can't unlearn them. Oh. We can. What? Yeah, we can. I can do if that. If I buy a spell, I'm stuck with it forever. So I have to make sure that the spells I get work. Do they le- Some of them don't. Do they level with you, the spells in no, your game? Yeah. Or? Um, the intelligence stat doesn't work, so they don't. spells don't scale with me levelling up. Huh. Yes. Final Fantasy 1 is quite buggy and... Why would you put yourself through this? Very difficult. To prove to... a point. <laughs> <laughs> and most importantly, all of you have MP. Right. Yes. So you go, I have 150 MP. These spells cost 15. These spells cost 30. I can only cast three level one spells. It works like the D- the original D&D system. You have Except a certain amount worse. of spells per day. Oh, I've, you can yes. Learn. Yeah. However, in yeah, D&D, you could cast a first level spell using a second level spell slot. You cannot do you that. You can't do that in Final Fantasy. I get free uses of cure or any other white uh, level one not white spell. You do you do and get more uses to... as you level up. Obviously. And how how do you get your slots back? I have I can resting only I can only do it by resting it in in or buying the like the ultimate like the house that you use in the Oh like a tent to the cottage yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, tents don't yeah. Tents don't give it. I, I think it's just cottage. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. Ethers do exist but they're prohibitively expensive. Ethers. They're yeah, not they they're, restore your MP. Oh, we haven't seen those yet. No, we uh, we won't have seen no, those yet just in our game. So, uh Another major NPC we should probably touch on while we're in the town of Cornelia itself is the dancer. Is dance dancing girl at the fountain? The dancing girl at the she, fountain. Teehee. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, she has no purpose now, but she actually serves as the plot guide. I remember that the Chancellor said because something Because FF1 her, yeah. is so non-linear, if you like, and very vague with where you're meant to go and what you're meant to do. She is incredibly useful because she will tell you where you need to go next and what you need oh, to do. But the best thing is, is that when you talk to the king, he tells you to go and rescue Sarah. Yeah. Mm. Then he then says, go talk to the dancing girl. So he's basically saying... I think the Chancellor says that, doesn't he? She, she knows yeah. a thing or she two. She knows where to go. Two. So yeah. you then you leave him going, he's given me a mission, but I don't know where mm. I'm going. He then talks to the dancer and she says, you need to go here. Yeah, Chaos Shrine is in the north. Yeah. And he, uh, yeah, so what, what did you say? Hang on, I wrote it down. So is, sorry, so is it a case of talk so the, to her pretty much if you're ever lost? If you, once, yeah. once you hit the next plot point, she will tell you when the ne- where the next one is. Okay. Ah. So at the moment, where we are currently at the end of our checkpoint one, she is probably going to tell us to go northeast to the town of Provoker, which is our next stop in our game. So, I mean, that's I'm telling you now, mm. we're going there in episode two and we're going to do the stuff that you need to do there. So the king and the chancellor argue about whether we are the warriors of light. Yes, which I actually like. I, th- I think that's quite a nice th- that they don't blindly accept that we're the ones from the prophecy. It's like we're it's some like, guys holding rocks. Yeah. Yes, they're the ones of people. They could they, they could just be. I some love the I love the idea that rocks. yeah I love the idea that they've had a whole bunch of chances coming and be like yeah we're the chosen ones. <laughs> Look at my shiny rock. Yeah, warriors fake of crystals. Uh, yeah light yeah that's us. Yeah, that's us. Yeah, that's uh, so he um he says effort and he answers nicely. Yeah. to rescue his daughter 
Um, the Chancellor says that Garland um, was once in the King's service and now he's abducted her. Um, hmm. I recognise Garland. Obviously, I recognise yeah. the Red Mage in that, but Garland's like a character with good art on the card, so it's like, yeah, and he's good card. Like um, yeah. So we're told that Garland is in the Chaos Shrine to the north and that he's the finest swordsman in the kingdom. Uh, he also, the king also tells us he heard we wish to journey to the continent in the north. First I'd heard of it. Yes, no, the game again is quite vague in telling mm. you where you want it to go and what you need to do in order to accomplish. Uh, and then the king turns into a bit of an arse. I don't know if you have, do you have these conversations in I, the I've sat some, but there are a lot more cut down. He, he like, says, no, um, Sarah's gone. Oh dear. <laughs> Twiddles mustache. Well, he, he, he says he'll rebuild the bridge to show gratitude if we save his daughter. It seems a bit weird because why would you? Uh, you're deliberately cutting yourself off from yeah. the rest of the world until someone well, says, no, "Okay, because I'll do it. if he built the bridge while Garland had it, he could go, hey, bridge, and then just run off and go, well, she's gone now.'" The continent to the north, which he doesn't name, he doesn't seem very bothered north about continent. the outside but, world. Well, the thing, the thing is, once once you actually get access to the world map and you can see the layout of the world we're on, I just the, mean the king calls it the continent to the north. He doesn't say Europe or Europe. No, I, well, actually, I don't, I, it's, the continents having names is quite a new thing in Final Fantasy. And I mean, other than the world being named, there's very few that actually give names to the continents. I mean, cities and things are named, obviously. Yeah. Fantasy I mean, Nine has barely um, named the, the Mist continent, continent, the Outer Continent, the continent the and then... Yeah. Forgotten Continent, sorry. The Shake It All About a Continent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so basically that's not far from just a description. The North Continent. Okay. Like the North but then, yeah. then he says, "Go now, warriors of light, and do not fail me." That's a f***ing threat, right there. Okay, I, I mean, you are going to protect his daughter, so I guess if he's going to put his, he could, his yeah, trust he could, in he you, could a, he could be a worried father. Yeah, but, yeah, but um, Fantasy One is relatively new to myself. I started a little bit later into the series, so having no idea what this game kind of what what you're supposed to be actually doing, I never knew you started with the crystals. I thought you were crystal hunters. Well, no, you yeah. Come, they're, they're and so the when, dead. when it says when it when it says you have you you each carry a crystal, I thought I thought we were meant to get the crystals. So well, hang on, you say that we'll we'll come to that in a bit. Oh, sorry, I was just jumping off you talking well, about no, ways of light. I don't know if it's the same as your one, but. Um... It seemed the game itself seems rather confused as to whether we have crystals. You have the crystals, or whether but the crystals are dark. Go and find. Yeah, but he says these crystals are. Um, we got, we've got a turn back on. Oh Christ! I've Batteries lost it now. We'll get to it in a bit. Yeah. Although you may have just answered the question yeah, for me. The, actually, you, you do have the your party has the crystals on them, but the crystals are dark and lifeless. Right. Because their power is being so. Stolen. So the journey is more to reactivate the yeah. crystal than actually get yeah. it. Uh, restore the crystals to grace. I think is the Hang on, line that, that everyone keeps that's saying. That's kind of cool. No, that's it. Um, yeah. The king. Or revive later the power on, of the orbs in your case. The king later on tells us that a crystal can be found on the continent to the north. Yeah. Yes. Each each of the crystals that you have, your party has, is a very sort of small miniaturised crystal. Oh, well, That I resonates come... with the big crystal that are held in certain oh, places. Oh, what's his well. name? For the... Hair. Um, what's that film? Not the labyrinth, the other one. Uh, the dark crystal? Yes. Got the little shard. And he's yeah. got to stick it in the... Is yeah, right? we've got a yeah. of the crystals. You have, a, yeah, you have yeah, little yeah. shards of the crystal that you need to take to the big ones in order to restore the light. See, okay, because I I've seen you know images or like a little little video of the giant floating blue crystal. So I've seen a blue crystal. Yes. and it's just spinning around. So 
I've seen that before I've played the game. So I go, cool, they've gone and got that crystal. Mm. So knowing that they start with a crystal is, you know, it's really, really funny because mm. I've spent my entire Final Fantasy playing game or time knowing that you are crystal hunters. But I guess you're technically not. You own them already. No, you, you already have the you already have the crystals on and you, so but you need to reactivate them. Not knowing why you have to react them, and I'm sure we will get onto that later. Yeah. I'm really excited to find out why you're going to get the crystal in the first place. Okay. So... Uh, that that's really interesting. As someone, I, I, I mean, as someone who you know, kind of quotes themselves as quite knowledgeable of Final Fantasy, this is throwing me straight. To, ha- to have to have sort of a question you suddenly yeah, don't know yeah. the answer to. It's really it's it's really cool. Awesome. So we're done in Corneria. We've got our initial equipment set up. We've got our initial Ooh. magic. So uh-huh. I think that not only do you have to buy the equipment and give the equipment to your people, you have to make tell them use it. You go here. You go have some armor. They're like, I've got this armor now. And this is a very you big... have to go into my, your equipment and then actually equip the equipment that they've already got. This you... is I I can explain this. This I, is I hope a, you can. this I just is a different this is a difference between the NES version and all later versions. Oh. Whereas Mark, Andy, and myself have a large generalized group inventory, mm-hmm. like every other later Final Fantasy does. Alex does not. So every character every has... character has a personal inventory. So when you buy you can, an item at the shop, do you buy it goes it into for a character? It go well if you buy equipment. There is a communal inventory for potions and things, mm-hmm. but when it comes to equipment, each character has a personalized inventory. So I think you can only hold about eight items per person. Maybe I don't even think it's that. So you, if you want somebody to equip something, you have to move it into their inventory, and then they equip it out of their inventory. Oh. If you look at other Final Fantasy games, it's like. Oh, who wants this? And you go, oh, I'll buy this sword for that person. Normally, that'll like equip it for them if you buy it onto them rather than into mm-hmm. your inventory. Mm-hmm. So if if you're going in like you're playing on the NES, you go, I'll buy this sword for them. They now have that sword, and then you go into battle and going, why aren't I doing why any is more he damage? Punching? They've got the sword, but they're like putting the sword down, punching someone. And the sword can you off. transfer uh, equipment between characters? Yes, yes. you can trade equipment so between characters. If you bought a sword for your warrior, <coughs> could you then give it to your thief or your monk or whoever? They could the potentially. They could. They couldn't equip it. But you could give it but to their you could, They could be holding it in their inventory. Okay, so you can give an item to a black mage or a white mage that they can't equip. Yeah. They can technically no, hold on to it. Uh, so they can hold the, on to it. Um, it will, I think it refuses. No, you can't no, pass you, you can move. You can move items around, but you can't use them. Because there's items later in the game. This is a bit of a sort of gameplay spoiler, but I don't think it's a massive one. Uh, you will obtain items that, if you use them from the item menu, uh, cast spells for free. Like uh, the Thunder Rods. So that if you use that as an item, you don't have to equip it. But if you have it and you use it, it casts thunder. Cool. So like and um, any character can do that. So some like Final Fantasy VII has items that you can throw at your enemy, and it casts demi two or yeah. bolt Except or something it doesn't like use that. Them up. Except it doesn't you use them. Go, up. You just go. You just go. It's like you'd be a warrior, like just a second, take out a stick, and go, Aah! and you waggle the stick, and then suddenly everyone catches on fire. So <laughs> so if you use if you use the thunder rod. It's not it gone. It's, it's still technically in your inventory, and you can then use it the same battle. Or do, do yeah, they... the same battle, just... but only once per turn. Okay. But for us, it's easier because those items go into the communal inventory, and you could use them from there. Yeah. So we would have the thunder rod in the communal inventory, and then choose. So anyone who need, so whoever needs to use it in that round goes into the communal inventory, picks the thunder rod, uses it, casts thunder. Alex, only the person who has the thunder rod in their inventory could use it. Oh right. However, so I need these more because I don't have MP. And also, Alex, uh, in total, only has 32 item slots. If you have a weapon, chest armour, um, helms, helmet, and um, gloves, that's four slots taken up by stuff you're equipping, which only you leaves you with an extra character. four items to use. Yeah. 
And if you grab something in the middle of a dungeon and your inventory is already full, yes, you no. don't get it. Really? You've got oh. to clear a slot and come back. Okay. Would it still be waiting for you? It would. St- yeah. I think it's still. They're it's still, still waiting for you. So, like, like, like in you know, for some reason, Pokemon makes me think of that. You had a limited amount of slots, yeah, and then yeah. if you try to pick something up, it just says you can't fit it. Yeah, yeah. you then need to just, decide. You can't just like throw away a potion. I don't. I don't know if there is the capacity to actually throw items away in the original NES FF One. You can't discard. You may something. have to. You may have to either use it up or go sell it. Hmm. That'd so be disappointing in the middle the of a dungeon. Goes into the equipment slot, so you can't just use up a sword. So yeah. in the middle of a dungeon, if you find a sword that you know is going to be better for your warrior, yeah. you then have you to make, leave it You there. have to make sure you have a space for or it before you, you go and in. And then you leave, you leave the dungeon, go to the town, sell it, then go so, back yeah. into the dungeon again. Potentially, yes. So I think for, Al- for Alex, inv- inventory <laughs> management before going on a big expedition is quite a big thing for him. And like that's, I think that sort of evokes the original spirit of D&D that the original yeah. Final Fantasy was sort of cast in the mould of. Okay. Fortunately, I've played a lot of D&D, so I'm used to it. But, Whereas ugh. I know for myself, uh, when I went to the shop, it told you, it gave you a green arrow up if that character yeah. would be better equipped. Yeah. Yeah. That's ideal. Okay, I do not know how good any of my weapons are. I do not technically know what any of my spells do. It doesn't tell you what my spells do. And then sorry, and then I go into my equipment and I optimize, and it gets yeah. the best thing. Yeah, we, and Alex for doesn't now, have optimized. Bosh. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I have nothing. It's an amazing way of seeing sort of how even between versions of the game, you can tell that they've learned so much from Alex. I feel like I have to play D and D now to have an understanding of what Alex is doing. You're you're better off playing D and D than you are playing any other Final Fantasy to know what happens in Final Fantasy One. Yeah, just from management, it's well, they've they've taken away the yeah the the fiddly nonsense to let you get the game. It streamlines it. Streamlines it. Yeah. Final Fantasy. The the original Final Fantasy was very long and complex. The only kind of things like it were D and D as a like a. It encouraged it encouraged experimentation. I think between players a lot more. Unfortunately, because that's how you prolonged game life back when there were few so few games. Mm. It necessitated it though because like um like. Just because, like, there are some spells you can get for Black Mage which don't work outright. Yes, there are some stats that aren't bugged and do, no, don't do spell, what they're supposed to. No, it's not even just the stats. It's the spell. It boosts. Like, there's a spell which is okay. My Black Mage boosts its attack. That spell doesn't work. So you go. You're wasting a spell to improve your attack so that when you run out of spells, you're better, and then it doesn't actually make you better. I, I did. I read that only one person programmed that that um, the original NES game. Is did. that right? Yes. Only, only one person. Just only the one, one person. person. Can you add them and either? Explains a lot. Can we Na- find this person? Nazir. Uh, Naz- yeah, Nazir. That right. Yeah. Uh, it just comes up in the like title credits, just programmed <clears throat> by Nazir. Mm. I don't know who this gentleman is. I don't know what his real name is. I, I, I'm not. I don't know much. I don't about, know production staff. Very neither well. do I. But like, it, is he? Does he have a hand on making the game, or is he just kind of? I, think was, I don't understand what the difference in a program. I think he was like given a, a design like document and he, he hit the buttons. Yeah, I think to yeah, build he was given the design the document and he transferred it all into code. Oh, okay, so he to actually create. He wouldn't game. be a that game developer as like such. He was yeah, the yeah, yeah, so like there's coding idea. And when you get like <clears> one guy trying to do this entire game, which was so far and beyond it's anything now, that was, happened in the, it's now really understandable where a lot of these problems are coming from. Not not problems, but changes because it was one person doing it and he probably got swamped with everything. Yeah, he literally had to create the entire game. One thing I can imagine though is a significant amount of the programming he did would just be... It saves. The and game saves. And that's probably... Uh, that is... For the <laughs> NES... It functions. There were maybe four four or five games at that time I, which saved. You know Kid Icarus, 
which saves for some reason. Um, Zelda, Zelda 2, Final Fantasy. So we head out into the overworld map. Yeah. Um, seas to the south, forest to the east and west, and we head north to hunt up the Chaos Shrine. Very nice music in that bit. Or, but on the very, way, very nice. sorry, on the way, and this is something once again oh. I picked out. I didn't go north. I oh. I went east. I just north did what I was east. Told. I went west. <clears throat> I found a cave west, but there's nothing yes. in it. I did too. You found okay. the earth dish, right? Yes, that's I found the, the one. Earth it smelled. It smelled I... like a chocobo box. Things <laughs> went for earlier. It did smell. Okay. I'm sure it did. So, as I've said many times, and I will continue to say, Final Fantasy IX is my favorite game. I've been. I know that Final Fantasy IX has so many references to the, you know, the original games. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy IX. One of the bosses is called Garland. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. There is a character called a character in in this. So I turned up at the Earth Shrine, and there's some really familiar music playing. Ah, they yes. use the music from this shrine in Final Fantasy IX when you okay. go to the Gullug Mountain. Oh, Mount, right. it's called Mount Gullug. So I'm playing with my headphones in. Uh, my sisters are watching television, and I go, "Hang on a minute." I, for a split second, I went, this is the exact tune that they use okay. for my favourite game. And I thought you just made the damn thing up. I didn't realise they, they... It literally it is. That is the, it's that such is... an homage to the first game that they put yeah. one of the songs, the original version of it, in this, and they obviously then remade it I mean, Earth, Earthgift Shrine is something added into the remake. Alex right. does not have Earthgift Shrine at all. It's one of the Soul of Chaos dungeons. So I went... Uh, which is the bonus When, when I went in, after, you know, after literally <clears> putting <throat> my iPad down for about two minutes and listening to it, because I was so entranced by what it was... I, um, I took a walk around. There's a couple of people walking around. They don't really say too much. No, there's, and there there's is, a dwarf in there. And there, there is for a, my one. There's just a dwarf. Is, is there, just there, one? there yeah, more in your one? No, I think there is just oh. one. And there is a statue of a. Um, it looks like a skeleton. It looks the like a smell skeleton. of decaying. Yeah. Earth, That's it. You it talk said, to yeah. it. It says it, it smells like decay, and then there's nothing else to be done. Yeah. So, you know, assuming that I do need to come back here at some uh, point. You. This is this is just to make you guys aware, because obviously this is bonus content we're talking about. Um, the Soul of Chaos dungeons are dotted around the world. We found the Earthgift Shrine is obviously the Earth one. Mm-hmm. Um, the statue uh, in front of the main entryway is of the fiend of Earth, the Lich. Yeah, that that is Lich. That statue will disappear once we find and defeat Lich and restore light to the Earth Crystal. And on the route that we're going, and the route that pretty much everyone takes through the game, the Lich is going to be the first one we beat. All right. So when so- you've beaten him, you can come back here and enter the um, dungeon. You don't have to do it. We're. I don't intend to do it until we're right at the end of the game. But it's just a nice little nod to let you know that you know there's stuff out here that will change. Mm. So and it won't. It, we'll, I'm sure we'll get to it. It won't change anything in that cave itself. It it's actually just changes nothing in the gone. cave. It just removes the statue and lets you access the shrine itself. So you will get to see the crystal. So you get to see the bonus dungeon inside. Oh, okay, cool. The bonus dungeon that is inside once you've restored light to the earth crystal. So, again, that, so for me, that was a great kind of trip down memory yes. lane. So. And oh, but because the Earthgift Shrine is a new addition, you haven't seen the original place that that track comes from yet. No. And when we get there, I'd be very interested to see how. Which you I, to I know is Mount Gurug. Mount Gog. Mount Gog. Sorry. Okay. Mount Gog, which obviously became the Gurgu volcano in FF9. Yeah. So again, just a massive reference back to the original. So we run into quite a few random encounters. Yep. Wolves, so goblins. Many goblins. <laughs> so many goblins. So we couple, all just... A couple of spiders. I've pulled some spiders. I haven't seen any spiders. spiders. No. A heck ton of skeletons. Yeah. Has, anyone, has anyone game overed yet? No. Yet. I have. Oh. You've only got one person. I, I guess with one person uh, it's yeah. pretty one easy person, to do that. I, in the Chaos Shrine, I ran into a ghoul. 
Oh, I'd and beat up a ghoul. Ghouls can paralyse you with their physical attack. If you've got one person. So if you already have my one. My warrior got paralysed and then someone else whacked yeah, the and ghoul someone, for the win. I don't have the someone else uh, to kill him. So I got paralysed and never got unparalysed and he just scratched me to death. Oh. So I did. I have died so okay. far once in my game. Wait, are we are we going to go talk about the battle system now or are we going to wait for Well, that? I was going to ask, yeah, because I've... Let, yeah, let's talk about the battle system. It's turn-based battles, that seems normal. Okay, so... Is that normal? Was that normal? normal for the, it's normal for the first three games. I, I don't mean for Final Fantasy, I mean just for gaming oh. in general back then. Was that yeah. a, a standard? Because yeah. it seemed very, that, that very does, easy to do. Yes, very easy that to does play. tie into a lot of D&D, though, doesn't it? Like, you have an yeah, action. You have you, it's your turn to make your action. Yeah, yeah. And so it does. Yeah. So, harking back to some of the... Uh, Newer, older ones, so seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Uh, you have what they call the ATB. Yes, the there was ATB a bar. There's a bar do... underneath that tells you which character is going to go. Is effectively going to go next. So the initiative. You have is a little. Sort of... You have a little bar. When the bar fills up, it is your turn. So Final Fantasy okay. Nine. If your speed, if you have higher speed than the other characters, you will most likely get the turn before everyone else. So you get more turns per turn, as it were. Yeah. Your, yeah, t- your turn comes around more quickly. Yeah. yeah, your turn so comes around quickly. There is a very standard knowledge that. Okay, Zidane's ATB is built up now and Garnet is right behind him. So I know I could effectively attack or steal and then use a, a cure spell or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's that always helps you to plan your battle. You right. know that I can afford one more attack and then heal. In this, I honestly have no idea who is attacking. It gives you, it literally, it lets you choose an attack. Or a yeah, you put in action for everyone. For, for everybody. And that's in order as well, yeah. top to bottom. So it'll be the first person. There's no indication the there, is there? First, yeah. Then it's the second one down, then it's the third one and the fourth one. You you choose you can choose a target, but it doesn't tell you who is attacking unless you unless your icon goes first. So there's no real knowledge of knowing where my action is in the stack. There mm. there is no way of knowing what. Yeah, uh, and you only can t- know if you know what your character. And I am used. Are. And I am e- used no, to playing. Even even speed has no real bearing on it. It's mostly random. Huh. And I am used to playing a Final Fantasy game where I know that if I if Sedan's attacking. You know, I know who's going to be next. I know who. I also know exactly who he's going to attack. Yeah. In some cases, in this, I choose attack. I don't know exactly, and until I learned that you can you can manually select a target. Yeah. So on the yeah. iOS, I can tap on the person I want to attack, who I want the character to attack. So my warrior will attack the go- the the goblin that's on the left rather than one in the middle. So there yeah. is something like that. But not knowing who is going to be attacking and in what order really mm. confuses me. It, it, it's a, it is a bit of an adjustment you have to make, especially if you're more used to the later Final Fantasies. But I, one thing that... I've, sorry? It hasn't, hasn't, aren't you at a, a disadvantage with these fights? You are. You oh, have, have no quest- target permanence. Yeah. Cause I believe if you like have two people targeting one guy... And the first guy kills the guy you're targeting. The second guy will go, I'm going to hit him. Oh, wait, no, he's dead. I'll, I'll hit someone it'll, else. It'll randomly target somebody else. I then. don't have that. I will yeah. punch thin air. R- yeah. You will punch where the where the, where where the spike yes. used to be. There is no target reselection. Oh, that's that's up. If It's like when, when Kevin Nash has got Bret Hart in a full Nelson <laughs> and, and Shawn Michaels goes to super kick him, but Bret Hart gets out. But Shawn Michaels, it, it, he's seen it happen, but he can't stop his foot. It's, He's going to kick Kevin Nash right in the face. He can't help it. And then you know the team's going to break up. Yeah, they're, they're going to put their hands on the hips, shake their heads, and walk down the and... aisle. Man, Final Fantasy anyway. explained through wrestling metaphors. Yeah. Wrestling fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> I have a team of four monks. So one of one of my biggest Brad, take, John. one of my <laughs> biggest takeaways from this the first initial bit has been my reliance of the the newer version, the newer games. And how that wasn't what it used to be. So I've, I've come into Final Fantasy knowing that 
my ETB means I get to choose this person. Yeah. You know, even and now, even in the bombing mission in Final Fantasy VII, Cloud goes up against the first two guides. I can I know Cloud goes up first because his bias said so. Yeah. And that's the easiest way to tell. Mm. In this, you have no idea. And you I have mean, no idea who's going to be attacking next. And interestingly enough, we're not going to have that for the first three games. So that's going to be something. The ATB really have did to not. The ATB did not get invented until Final Fantasy IV. But yeah, so traveling north. We found the Earth Gift Shrine, passed it over. Yeah, I had uh, a look. You, yeah. you didn't. I, 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 I harmed some skeletons. Yes, you harmed some skeletons. Is, so, is there any... You can have random encounters in what that area is in your game. Yeah. Because there's no encounters in ours yet, is there? No. In the Earth in, Shrine, you can't. Inside the oh, Shrine. There is, no, there is no Earth Gift Shrine in ours. There's no cave there, there for you. Is there something there? No, there's nothing. So, so you have no wall. cave? No, it's blank. Oh, blank. Okay, cool. Okay. I just fought some skeletons outside the chaos line. Outside where the... Oh, uh, right. Because, well, there's some outside. Um, harm, outside. which is... I don't know what it's called in yours. Dia. Dia. Yeah. In mine, it well, currently, it is the only spell which can hit more than one thing. And that that is the same for us. The idea of being able to multi-target with spells didn't come in until the next game. Doesn't... I thought that's what sleep did. It does, but only certain spells do. Like fire... Is a single target spell. Yeah. You can't select multiple enemies with one fire spell. No, no. You can with Fyra, because Fyra is the multi-target version. Right. So, but in later Final Fantasy games, if you cast Fire on something, you could choose cast Fire on one target or spread it across everyone. In this game, you can't. For less damage, yeah. Yeah, if you target one character with Fire, he's going to take 100 health damage, for instance. But if you target four of them, they could only maybe take 40 each. So there is a a damage lessening if you target multiple people. And you can also cure yourself or your party. So Mm. in the newer games, you could choose, I'm going to cast Cure on Zadell, or I'm going to cast Cure on all four of us. For lesser health points. Just, yeah, spread it around. So I was a bit... I I wish I'd taken Deer as soon as we ran into skeletons and ghouls in, in in the shrine. But then... They weren't really up to much. What, what were the other two? As far as Do fighting. I take you took Cure. Cure. cure here, and um, Protect, here. I think. Protect and Blink are the other two. I only took two. I took Protect and Cure for the White Mage, and I took Fire and Thunder for the Black Mage. I didn't take a third slot. Okay. I, I wasn't sure then. Like you said, you've got that real pain in the behind job uh, magic system in your game. I didn't know how it worked on my one, so I thought I'd just take two, play it safe. Yeah. yeah. And then wished I'd taken Deer, but then. I say the skeletons I and the ghouls didn't, leave, didn't give much of a, pure a challenge. Harm and ruse, which is blink for you. Yeah, ruse and blink for I us. took fire and lightning. I don't think I can't remember if I took a third. What the other one? Uh, sleep and fog, maybe. I, I might have taken fog. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I, have, <laughs> I might have not because I wouldn't. It was like, why would I focus on doing that when I could just be hitting them? Uh, is it is it worth exploring the Chaos Shrine? Because me and Mrs. C just there's, went. There's nothing in there. There is well, apart it's from wor- some nostalgic music. It is well, worth yeah, it is nice worth music. exploring the Chaos Shrine later. That is oh. all I will say for now. Wait until Enigmatic. you've got an, will, until you've got an item. Will the game ever give you a prompt to go back there, or is it yeah. solely uh, a? Will the dancer so, tell us? So, no. <laughs> what what happens? I mean, if you if you explore it, has who did explore the Chaos Shrine, or did people just run straight oh, to go? We turned I, left and then we're like. Mm, now nah, let's just go and fight the, we don't the have to chaos shrine itself town. is basically set out like a square and in each corner of the square there are there is a room ah. uh, some of these rooms are open and can be raided now I think you could have found a piece of headgear in one of them that you yep. could have equipped okay. a leather cap so could, can we go back um, so in there I, now? You can, yeah, you can absolutely you go back now. Okay. I think the bottom two are open and can be raided now and have some quite small 
there's there's one that you have there's two there are two chests next to each other the bed yeah. one has a potion yeah, and the other one has something of a lesser value like or something but the upper two are locked mm-hmm. by I think you get the message telling you that it's locked by the mystic key yes so that is something to file away file away in your brain mm-hmm. so that when you get the mystic key I know then to come back to, to come back here and have and have a little okay. bit of a have a look see and it, it'll be much easier because we won't get the mystic key until I think we get it at the end of episode three will be getting the mystic key excellent and then you can just return back and obviously you'll be far overpowered at Mm. that point you can just walk past the goblins left and right yeah Yeah. you're already over level but yeah you can you can absolutely there's final fantasy one is very good because of the non-linearity and the fact that it doesn't tell you where you can and can't go Mm -hmm. i don't think there is anywhere in the game that you're permanently locked out of going back to you can always think, oh, I wonder if I cleared that place out. Go back and have a look. Um, I think, Mark, I know certainly you do in the Game Boy Advance version, as well as having a bestiary, there is an item collection percentage in your options menu. Possibly. So you can see you can see if you've gotten all the chests in a certain dungeon. Oh, okay. I think That's it's usual. removed from our version, okay. Andy, and it's definitely not in yours, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's quite a decent way of keeping track and knowing if you've actually cleared a place out or not. So you can have a look there and see what you've missed or not. But what of the man himself? So we, yes. We walk in on Garland. We walk in on Garland. The greatest swordsman in the kingdom. If, mm. if the kingdom of Cornelia... If Garland is, is their greatest swordsman... I punched him. I died. worry why they've not been invaded a long time ago. Yeah. However, it's also probably easy to explain why they just someone can, can casually kidnap the princess. What he... was he doing? Because he says he's going to ransom her. Yeah. What was he doing? Why hadn't he already ransomed her? Is he uh, looking is... for buyers? Or was... Looking for buyers. Unfortunately, uh. it's very hard to get a buyer when the bridge isn't working. They they are quite landlocked from the world, aren't they? So the the bridge allows them to. Um, rats don't have much money. We, are, are there boats in the Final Fantasy? There universe, are boats Richard? in the Final Fantasy universe. Hmm. We are going to be getting a boat ourselves very I'm soon. I'm just thinking Garland could have made use of a boat. You know, there is. I mean, if you travelled a little bit south from Cornelia, you'll see that little bricked off area. Mm-hmm. That okay. is that is a port. A little harbour. Because I was just about to say there are no boat areas in the town. But there are. There is a port just outside yes. Cornelia that you can dock at and then go. But in. then obviously, with Garland, then have to walk back to Cornelia in order to get on the boat. Well, he's the finest swordsman in the kingdom. That's nothing to him, surely. But anyway, he's hiding. Yes, he is hiding. He makes quite the threat. He yes. does. He... I, Garland, will knock you all down. Brilliant. He, he didn't do a particularly good job. <laughs> uh, it's um, the, the the story behind it is obviously that a lot of what was originally in the NES version of Final Fantasy had to be retranslated for the English market. Nintendo of America and Nintendo of Europe were very hot on uh, censorship. So uh, it was bolderized, was it? There so it was... wasn't I Garland will f*** you up. No, it was something along the lines of I will kill you but, or I will send you to your graves or but something. But that is right. the connotation of you are going to kill someone, even yeah. by saying the word kill. The, it's quite a horrible thing. To... There, is, there is very... Gonna, you gonna will gonna never really... You nasty boo-boo. Yeah, I'm you won't you. see the word kill in most Final Fantasies, certainly not the early ones. Okay, yeah. Because it, it was just a way of getting it past the censor. Mm. So, I mean, they're, if you look at the original Japanese FF1, there's a lot more iconic sort of... Uh, more overtly religious imagery, imagery as well. Like the chapel of resurrection has a lot more crosses in it. Taken um, out for like a, a western. Kind e- of even th- even things like the original Final Fantasy IV, the holy spell, mm-hmm. uh, in yeah. the original release was white. 
because you couldn't refer to something as being holy because that was a religious reference and holy you couldn't get that past the censors. Yeah, holy was cut off on as he wanted. Well, right? Garland couldn't threaten to kill us, but, so the censors in their wisdom. But it's a pretty imposing threat. I will knock you down. Knock you down. Yeah. It's the best they could no, probably do. No, no, no. In, in the nice, in, in, I'm saying it like out of kind of respect. Like, it works you know, the for the finest swordsman in the land to stand there and go, I will knock you down. Like, that's that's a threat that a lot of people will use nowadays. Like, you know, yeah. you step up to me and I'll knock you down. I'll, kind of thing. I'll so for him to stand there and go, I. He, 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 the fact that he even says his own name is like I Garland will knock you down. That's like this guy's a badass. And yeah. then unfortunately you fight him and discover he ain't. But then it proves how yeah. good are the warriors of light because yeah, if these guys, these guys are badass. I'm not gonna bother level up anymore. They're so good. As Mark may attest, I also managed to just hit him with a hammer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I punch him and hit him with a hammer. He doesn't. Get I mean, even in my you game, with one what, character, what level he, were you when you fought him? Um. Probably like six or seven. I, prob- I probably, I don't think you I've leveled. I think him. I beat Garland, then immediately went to the bridge to stop to stop the uh, my, yeah. my phase. You probably, uh, so took, probably took like three or four. Hits. I, I walked once again. I think I'm overpowered, but I walked through the guy. I don't think he managed to get a couple like a decent hits on me. I, I took a no. Hit the, the, the fact the fact of the game is um, this is another sort of gameplay segue. Richard's gameplay segue uh, because Final Fantasy didn't introduce the concept of Rose until Final Fantasy 2. Uh, front row, back row. Yeah. How is that, uh, that was the, the front, Doctor the, Who rose. The, con- the concept of the front row and the back row didn't really exist until Final Fantasy 2. So the game... And this would be ranks of like yeah, three your, goblins, three goblins. Your mele- yeah, your melee fighters in the front, your mages in the back. So okay, so the, ro- the, rose to me, the rose to me mean that if you put your heavy attackers at the front, they'll deal more damage, but they'll take, take more. more damage. If you put your, yeah. your mages in the back, they won't take as much damage but they'll do that. less damage with their physical attacks which they're not using but you're not using yeah. physical attacks so, okay. so forwards and backups but because there was no yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that's, off, that's genius forwards and backups are based, are based off, front off of, of back the row. Having rows. front row back row system which is why I'm annoyed that the first proper mage we have got that is a forward is white mage <laughs> we have a forward white mage we do not have a forward red mage red mages are supposed to be front line I, I, that's anyway, a good analogy for the card game for me. Yeah. I appreciate that because because oh, no because there was none of the, oh I knew I, I knew it was it. a thing. But Honestly, I didn't never picked up on it. I just I you just have your forwards as your attackers and your blockers and your backups. Yeah. So your your support your support. Yeah. yeah, never put it into thing of like you have two rows. Yeah, mm. yeah. but because uh, front row and back row was didn't really come into existence as we understand them from mm-hmm. our point of view until Final Fantasy two or three. Uh, the game has a very different way of working out how likely somebody is to be attacked in Final Fantasy 1. Um, because it wants to sort of encourage you to think about your party's formation where each party member is standing. So it actually works out on a percentage base. The character at the head of your party in position number one at the top of the screen um, is fif- has a 50% chance of drawing any enemy attack. I've noticed that that my yeah. my warrior is obviously my my stage one because he's yeah. got yeah. the most. The health. character in position number two has a twenty five percent chance of taking any uh, being targeted with an attack, and the positions three and four have a twelve and a half percent chance each. Okay. So it's to sort of encourage you to think about putting your mages in the lower position not, so they're mm. less likely. to Not be reading attacked. too much into it, but when you choose your initial party, and for me, I never chose any other character other than the four they give you they give you the warrior first yeah. then they mm. give you a thief then they give you a black mage and finally a white mage now i've noticed that the white mage has the less, least health points right now of everyone but she's also taken the least amount of damage yeah if i watched a goblin hit warrior and then immediately a goblin hits white mage 
the numbers are slightly different. It yeah. could be you know RNG, but it could also is is it also it, the? It's all. It's no. It's more. It's more the fact that obviously there's be- less good armor available for the white mage. Okay. So a goblin that plinks up against your fully chain mailed up warrior at this point is only going to do maybe one damage, but against your little white mage, who's probably not even wearing fifteen at the moment. Who's yeah. probably not even wearing much more than the basic clothes. Yeah. That's that's awesome. that's your okay. defense stat. The the position merely determines the likelihood that a character will get hit. Oh right. Okay. So a character in the top spot take, is going to take roughly speaking fifty percent of all the attacks that come your way. Unfortunately, in the fight. my front row path, my, my my number one is my red mage. So where's your red mage? My, it's number one. If all the other characters are dead, your character is automatically number one in the queue. Uh, but then obviously he's the only one. That can it's get it doesn't matter because he's the only one that can be targeted anyway because the others are all dead. Um, so yeah, so there is a bit of strategy into your in your formation. And the problem is, because Garland's only a single person, and he only attacks one person per round, because mm. he's the starting boss and can't do anything fancy, <clears throat> more than most him. most of the time, it's going to be hitting your warrior, who's got the best defence. Yeah. So it can make Garland quite trivial, because he's just attacking all of his attacks at your most beefy guy. So, But I think it's also a nice way of sort of getting you, getting you used to using spells in combat. I noticed, especially when I saw you play it, Mark, you saved up all of your magic for Garland, so... Well, yeah, we were really erring on the side of caution, sort of. But that will serve you well. That will serve you well <laughs> later on. Unfortunately, if you if you've gone, oh, okay, this was fine. We don't have to panic quite as much because of the Garland fight. That well, will mess you up when it comes to it. Yeah, false sense yeah. of security and all that. Which is difficult. Which is difficult. So we we take Sarah back to the castle. Yeah. And the king's nice again. He tells. Do you automatically go back there, Alex? Yeah. Okay, you do. Just as pinged well. you back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah hey. pinged you back. So he tells us Lucan's prophecy, when darkness veils the world, four warriors of light shall come. If they cannot gather the shards of light... Now I thought they were carrying the shards, but... We've got the shards, but they're, they're <clears> shards of darkness. The darkness will... Put, put the light back in. Okay, the darkness will consume all. The four crystals will never shine again. Uh, he tells us a crystal can be found on the continent to the north. And we've, I've, I've asked you what's going on with these crystals, and as you say, it's yeah. shards... Yes, we have we have the in. crystals and they are dark and we need to bring them to the mother crystals to reignite them eff- effectively. Yo dog, I heard you like crystals. So we gave it's a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, There's going to be crystals. You have to power up your crystal with your crystal. Yeah, put yeah. crystals in your crystals to power up your crystals. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the, the king tells us the bridge is going to be rebuilt and Sarah gives us a loot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you automatically you get, get the loot? loot? Um, I have the loot. I think I... I think I, I might have had to speak to her. Yeah, I think in the older games you needed to speak to Sarah to get the loot. I, I did speak to her. The, I the, the loot is very plot important. You cannot finish the game without the loot. So at some point you would have to go and talk at to her. At some point you would have to go, but it never signposts that that's where it is. Uh, so I think they took pity on us in our versions and automatically give you the loot for saving did Sarah. It, did it sort of... Did we start leaving or did it animate you us started, leaving yeah, and then she goes, start, wait a minute? I believe you started leaving yeah. and then she was like, wait a minute, and gave you the loot. And then it cuts to one of the best cutscenes so far of a bunch of like builders at this uh, at the bridge. <laughs> and they're doing a lot of nothing. Ding. And so, you know, no, they're, they're, they're working. Yeah, they're ding, hammering, ding, but it looks like ding. they're not doing a damn thing about it. Yeah. And then the, bo- the foreman comes in and goes, right, guys, we're going to get this moving. And they animate so quick. <laughs> and then they build a bridge in 10 seconds. Which once again, you know, we're, we're worried yeah. about how strong Gar- the the country is with Garland being their strongest fighter. How about their business? If their builders were taking this long to do a job this quick, someone no, is paying no, no, out the nose. Garland is their strongest swordsman. <clears throat> they are a nation of hammer wielders. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, so so the animation of That's the builders building the bridge is extremely entertaining, and it's how quick they build the bridge. It's quite fun. 
Yeah. That's why Garland got annoyed and quit. It's like, I am the only swordsman in this army of Hammerwill. I just don't feel like I'm appreciated. I'm taking the princess. And as, <laughs> that's his voice now. And as um as I've got the, I, the iOS, I have the iOS and Richard has the PSP version. Yeah. I guess we've got the most updated graphic, mm. graphical one. So it looked great the way it did. What does it look like on the NES? What, what the um, cutscene? Yeah, when they build the bridge. Off, um, they kind of just move. It, they, it, it's kind of just like a, tr- a, spro- a blockier version of yours, I believe. It kind of. But I think the, the enjoyment is that there's a load of guys on a bridge and they're all kind of they're slamming down. It looks really, really entertaining. Oh, so, one, well, me and Mr. C agreed. It looked like they were all doing something. They were furiously, you know, pounding, yeah, pounding away. Sort of uh, that, that furious motion with their fists. It just, it was quite entertaining actually. And the mu- did the music just speed up as well? It was yeah. like a twinkly, flutey yeah. version of the yeah, theme, it, wasn't it? it? Yeah. yeah. And then we are treated to the slowest, the slowest text crawl in the it history. It just goes on, doesn't it? <laughs> and so their quest began. As the four warriors of light, they felt overwhelmed by the great task destiny had placed before them. They did not even know the true significance of the four crystals they held in their hands. The crystals that once, long ago, held a light that shone so brilliantly. The time for their journey had come. The time to cast off the veil of darkness and bring the world once more into light. Watch the text crawl. Takes about five minutes Um, of your life. They fired some doves out of a gun. Yes. (laughs) There was an explosion (laughs) of doves. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're on the other side of the bridge. And, they, that's, where we and that's where we've stopped. But yep. Yeah, the 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 image. If you ignore the like the little text box in the corner, just mm. the, of the them at the bridge, that is. It's used, really nice. It's really nice. Yeah. It's used a lot. It's it's iconic. It's, as is you know the prelude theme that comes in. It's the song yeah. that is in every single Final Fantasy game going forward. So it's. It feels like you know. I mean, that's the music they laid the 30th anniversary trailer to. Exactly. That's how much it feels it like. Means. It feels like it's the real start of a journey. Mm. Not just not not being in a cheesy kind of the start of Final Fantasy. I mean, that's of, where the title screen comes in. For yeah, you, yeah, that was that was Probably. literally. And, uh, there's a pretty, well, that's it, your one as well. You get a title screen there, don't you? Does it come the, up and um, say Final Fantasy? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's, the title that's where the title screen is. So it's a pretty important. Mm. Yeah, everything like the, the fight of Garden is kind of just like this is established. It's establishing the premise. I don't mm. think that like, which goal. which is why when i was setting out season one i knew we had to end episode one there so yeah. so yeah, before nice uh while i was playing it uh, on the group chat i just posted saying where is the the stopping point not not knowing that when you cross the bridge that happens ah. so me just going you know where am i going and they said to the bridge i stood at the bottom of the bridge and went is this where we're stopping? I thought, you know what? I'm going to go a bit further ahead and just see what it's like. So maybe I'll get ahead of the thing. One then it started later. and I went, that ah, makes total sense. It's an amazing place to start yeah. and then kind of, you know, stop our first part of the journey because it's going to be, you've done your one task and now it's, this is your journey to get your crystals back. Mm. Yeah. So. And that that's sort of where. And great. Like, once I was, like I said, when I was playing this, I knew that we had to end episode one there because this is where Final Fantasy which makes, starts. Which makes so much sense. So, um, yeah, we got the uh, yeah the music comes in. They're all on the hill. It's all very... Doves, doves wh- explode. Doves explode. It's all very whisper it, Lord of the Rings sort of thing. They look like a fellowship off on a quest to me, you know. To you. To me. 
Yeah, four you know four warriors of light. So you got you got your four characters, and then in the picture there are four people, and mm-hmm. it looks kind of cool because if I can remember it, it looks like one of them's going to stood a bit on a rock. So he's standing a bit taller than the rest. So I imagine yeah. he's the party leader yeah. surveying the the region, and you got your, your guys a bit underneath him who are kind of stopping to rest. And you know, in my head, I I've imagined him as like you know, there's this regal party, one still on the rock, going right. This is where we're going to go next, mm. and the other one's going. Yes, you you are you are the leader. Yeah. You know what we're doing. So it's a cool. Image. It's it's it's, it's a lovely image. Also, I've, well I've, I've realised we've have we got a monk amongst us. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I've got a monk. I wanted to, I wanted to bring that up um, slightly. I was going to ask because survey into what's everyone's favourite character so far. If if you have, I mean, they haven't really given themselves any defining qualities. There's no. not a ton of so, characters within. I like Final the Fantasy invisible one. one, but the, the style, no, more like the you know the class of character that you've got. Obviously, you, you nothing know, stood out yeah, at no, all. No one's a, a thief. I think the the Black Mage's graphics have stood out just because I think it's a cool design. And the Black Mage is one of the most iconic kind of yellow, features of yellow Final eyes, Fantasy, like, really yeah. like Amongst the four of us, we do have every class represented. We've got Red Mage, White Mage, Black Mage, Fighter, Monk, and Thief. At least one of us has one yeah. of each. Mm-hmm. So at least that way, there's no one being left out that we can't well, discuss. You have a Thief and a Black Mage, I have a um, Red Mage and a Monk. So we have what and the other ones pro- don't have, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if, if, I've, mage. if, I've, put, mage, if I've put myself on a bit of a back foot by giving myself a, a physically quite weak party, by not having any offensive fighters other than a warrior and a very kind of basic thief. Whereas yeah. I imagine if you have a but monk again, in your team, you've got a second... That's part of the replayability of it. Red mage, I have three so you've got, you've got very offensive characters. Yeah. So And Mark's quite balanced, actually. <laughs> between defensive and offensive which is why grinding for me is and... is feeling pretty good because i'm yeah. i'm my white mages are able to take out goblins and stuff yeah so hammers so um for those of us who haven't played ff1 before which is mark and andy mm-hmm. based on your initial 20 30 40 minutes with the game how are you enjoying it uh, pretty good. Would it, you continue it if you didn't have to for the podcast? Yeah, I would. Uh, I, I've always wanted a bucket list of saying that I would complete all the Final Fantasy games at some point in my life. Mm-hmm. So having mm-hmm. a reason to play them is I was obviously the first Kickstarter, but I guess, you know, I'm, I, I imagine myself, I'm such a huge fan of the game, to never have played what started the series for me. Mm-hmm. It always felt like a bit of a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. So going back and now having an, a real kind of nostalgic feel of going, I've played Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9. Yeah. I've gone forwards that way. I've never really gone that far backwards. So to see all the references that in my original game, in my version of 9, are just characters to me. You know, it's just yeah. Garnet. It's just, you know, something called something or, or a character called something like that. But then suddenly to then go back and go, this the princess is called Sarah and this is Garland. I went, oh, I know that guy, but yeah. he's not a knight in my game. He's a old man. Yeah. So I'm having a real kind of nostalgic kind of flair about it. I probably wouldn't have started the game without the podcast. I'm not very really good at. There's not many games I pick up and just start playing for myself. Um, but having started it, I would then have continued. So but, yes, I am looking forward to continuing it because the, the think... plot. I think that that ending scene sort of makes the the plot holes overlookable, and it makes you think. Right, what's going to happen? That there's something. It's being set up to be epic. I know I it's mean... only an eight bit port, but it feels in, like in terms of the plot holes from somebody who knows the full plot of FF1, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And it's not really until we get to Dissidia but they that we're actually that, going yeah. to fill in quite a lot of them. Okay. You are going to you are going to go away from FF1 potentially feeling quite okay, it was a good game, but the plot didn't make sense. But mm. it was an eighties plot, so I forgive it. And then there's a lot of work done in Dissidia 
a PSP game 20 years later that actually works to backfill quite a lot of the plot. Drawing all the, 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 the dangling plot together threads got... together, yeah. Maybe maybe because I have uh, grew up on a different version of games, I was never like a NES player. I never played old... I'm uh, being careful of the way I say old, but, you know, the classical stuff like this. Yeah. If someone had given me this and I didn't have knowledge of Final Fantasy, this game sucks. <laughs> like, I'd, I'd honestly say, if it weren't for my knowledge of Final Fantasy... It also went for my knowledge of gaming. If I yeah. was given this at the time, back then, it, well, you were you weren't born, were you? So, were you born? I, I, I was. I'm 25, so I was born 1992. Uh, yeah, okay. I know. I know. No one here yeah. is really kind of like I wouldn't. No one is old in here, but mm. I'm a very. <laughs> I'm very young in terms of gaming. I when didn't did this start, come out? 87. 87. So I, I didn't start until PlayStation One. So no. I didn't start until yeah. you know, maybe if, it's 97. If you were born this as a kid, this would have sucked. That's because everything had moved on. Yes, of, of, of course. Yeah. So you know, I'm only using that as somebody. As yeah, some, somebody who was a child in 87. I mean. Just when you think about it, the game had to have done something right, otherwise we wouldn't have yeah. Final Fantasy fifteen. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, so we wouldn't be here despite how horribly broken the NES version is. <laughs> so my 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 statement of it sucks is because I've seen what comes it's, next. Well, it, it's I wouldn't say it sucks. I'd say it's basic. It's yeah, it, 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 it has aged. It has aged. It has aged, yeah. but it's, it has it's aged not quite. like a wine. But it's it's of its time. It, it was good at the time. It was acceptable in the eighties, yeah. as the song goes, wasn't it? RPGs, they only seem to improve with with time with because time. you've got more assets that you can spend on creating mm-hmm. a world. Mm. When you need to create a world rather than just have tight controllers and good level design, you need more assets so that you can flash that world. So I am, I'm very engaging. spoilt in my in yeah. my gaming. You are you are horribly entitled because I didn't have. Because I didn't have to grow up with the bad stuff to get the good stuff. I started yeah. with the you good stuff. With, with what and, I'll say is the good stuff. And even now, and even now, going back, you're playing a good version of what is yes. the bad stuff. And so, like, if you were playing the NES, version, yeah, if you were playing you the NES, which is which is so why when I when I completed my playthrough, I immediately went onto YouTube, and I actually recommend this for anyone who's a Final Fantasy fan. There's a guy called H C Bailey. This is a YouTube channel who yep. does a playthrough of every single Final Fantasy game. He's awesome to watch. I absolutely love all his commentary. I watched him play the original FF One on its original graphics it, it, it hurts to look at yeah. and I think like I've got a, a big iPad so I've seen it really close to my face yeah. like, but I couldn't imagine not... having to play that that you close have update, you have like updated graphics as well you have like I, I do mm. yeah I have the, the newest looking version and which it, looks quite nice and it does it looks it looks great it kind of it Simplified looks like right it looks like 6 does in terms of like you know, you know exactly what the character looks like as well. I can see their facial features, that kind of thing. Right. In that case, I better give you guys the next checkpoint. Otherwise, we're next checkpoint. Yes. Not doing anything. And also for our viewers who are playing along at home. So let me listeners. 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 Can you say the word listeners? Listeners. You say it again. Listeners. I'll just drop that in. That's... And also for our listeners who are playing along at home. <laughs> Richard's going to tell us now where we're going to play to uh, on our next checkpoint. Our next checkpoint. Right, so we're just over the bridge, having beaten Garland and got that bridge completed. We are now going to take a quick detour up to the north. There's a little cave up there, Matoya's cave, that we need to visit and have a chat with the occupant. And her brooms. And and their brooms. We're going to swing back down to the south to find the port town of Provoker. I'm not going to mention what's going to happen there, but you're going to finish off in Provoker and get yourself your ship. Will it be obvious where where we should stop? You, yes. I'm gonna. I'll tell you where we're gonna stop. Okay. But you're gonna go. You're gonna finish Provoker and get your ship. Then we're gonna sail south across the sea to find the next big city on our journey, which is the city of Elfheim. Mm-hmm. Run home to the elves. Uh, 
go around, explore there, have a bit of a shopping spree. Excellent. Then make our way west to the aptly named Western Keep and speak with the sole person you find there. Okay. So once the conversation's Once you've finished. spoken to the inhabitant of the Western Keep, you can exit and save, and that is where we're going to leave it for episode two. So, okay. so just outside the Western Keep is where we're going. So that, that sounds quite quite long and kind of... Not, not, I would not, not convoluted. It's, it's a lot of steps to go. Imagine the game will direct you that way anyway, won't it? It doesn't, no, because okay. you, are, you are intended to explore. The... Provoker is a pretty much the only... Provoker and Matoya's Cave are the only two areas you can really access from where we are now. There's mountains in the way mm-hmm. that we can't traverse yet. So a normal player who was playing this without sort of my direction or the checkpoint system would not have any idea where they're meant to go, but know that, oh, I've, the, this bridge is open, I can explore this way mm. now. And exploring yeah. that way would come across these two areas. Matoya's Cave is an area that will be of greater importance later, but we can visit it now, which is why I'm sending us there now, just because it's there. And then Provoker is the main one location you can get to where you actually obtain something that advances your plot, i.e. you get a ship after the events in Provoker. And then once you've got that, whilst you can theoretically explore the remainder of the continent, because we're in basically an inner sea, Mm -hmm. we are bordered on all sides by land, you can't see the world map yet, but that's how it is. So you can explore this little inland sea. And again, the pretty much the only place you can realistically reach from here is going to be Elfheim. And then Elfheim will direct you to explore okay. other areas. Excellent. So there's no signposting in the game that this is where you go and who you need to talk to. I'm just sort of streamlining the exploration process. Because otherwise you guys could be wandering in the wilderness for two, three rather. hours gameplay time. Before knowing where you're actually meant to be. Before knowing so. where you're actually meant to be going. Okay. Okay, so it's Matoya's Cave to Provoker to Elfheim to the Western Keep. And outside the Western Keep is where we're going to end. <laughs> okay. Would you like to do the ending? I think I think that'll be that, will it? I think Let's so. Look. Right. As always, you can find us at Facebook slash The Crystal Chroniclers, on Twitter at The Sea Chroniclers, and now on YouTube at The Crystal Chroniclers, or search for us on YouTube under The Crystal Chroniclers, I should say. You've been listening to... Andy. Richard. Artie. And I've been Mark, and remember to always try to come up with a witty statement to say at the end of your podcast, before it's too late. Until next time, I Garland will knock you all down. <laughs>
I think I think he might be doing stuff with them. Days and then we're gonna go home. And one of the dudes was was really nice. He was like, my my my, my wife's just given birth and I ain't seen our baby. And I was like, oh cool. When'd you go home? And he goes, we finish here and then it's twenty two days at sea and then I get to see my girl. And I'm like, that's. <laughs> awesome i got a girl waiting for me back home when this is all over i just gonna build me a house guy, a white pick he's doomed he's gonna f-ing die mate 